This country started a war. The enemy, illegal drugs. And the war is still going on. For ourselves and for future generations, a new world order. The Zika virus, now more than 30 cases detected here in the U.S. Flint, Michigan, and how its drinking water ended up contaminated with toxic amounts of lead. Everything's a lie. It's all a big lie. What's up, everybody? My name is Tanner, and welcome to 1980 Now, a podcast for truth seekers and free thinkers. I hope you've all had a fantastic week, and as always, thank you for being here with me today. I've had so much support and positive feedback lately, and I wouldn't be able to do any of this without you guys, the listeners. Of course, I have to say that if you enjoy this podcast, and if it brings value to your life, do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. And feel free to follow me on Instagram at 1980NowPodcast to see interesting pictures, clips, and life updates about the show. Another way that you can support me is by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. Five-star reviews help the show analytically and with the algorithm so that I get recognized by more potential listeners. And a quick shameless plug before we start the episode. If you're a fan of hardcore punk or heavy metal, check out my band, Double Crossed, on Facebook and Instagram. We have some really cool music out, including a new single called Aliens Are Demons. You can find us on Apple Music, Spotify, and pretty much any other streaming platform. My next guest is not only a successful businessman, but is also a YouTube video maker, an app creator, and the host of a podcast. He's unmasked, unmuzzled, unvaccinated, and unafraid. Ladies and gentlemen, David Weiss of Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole. How's it going, man? It's going great, Tanner. Thanks for having me. It's going to be a fun conversation. Absolutely. Well, David, I've been following your content for a long time. Um, I don't think I've been following you since before uh, you woke up to Flat Earth. I think I found you because of Flat Earth. Okay. But I know that you've been talking about, uh, you know, conspiracies and stuff for a long time. But I, like I said, I've been following you for a long time. And this is, uh, this is surreal. You know, I'm, I'm super excited. I'm super stoked about being able to talk with you and have this conversation and, and, and dive deep into the rabbit hole. Yeah, when the rabbit hole has no bottom, I've, I've found out. And every time you think you're getting there, there's uh, more tunnels. So, of course, I, like I said before we started recording, we have to talk about the topic of the day. I mean, it, which is COVID-19. It's just so um, such an interesting and weird and incredible and horrifying and amazing time. So we have to talk about it. And I just wanted to kind of... Um, get your perspective for my audience on everything that's going on right now, because I know you've done all kinds of live streams with Jaron and, you know, on the flat earth podcast and all these, and all these different avenues. But for my audience, could I get your perspective on what you think the ultimate agenda behind the, this COVID-19 thing is? That's a big question. If you look at the Rockefeller's document from 2010 called lockstep, uh, it says it clearly. It says in the year 2020, they're going to use the coronavirus to take over the world, to remove everyone's rights and take over the world. That was written in 2010, or at least it was published in 2010. Okay. So, you know, if you look at the corona, even with all of the lying statistics, you know, if you get into a motorcycle accident, you died of corona. If, uh, if you are a nurse and you test positive, 
you have to get, you know, you get tested five more times, you get positive, and then you test negative and you can go back to work. That's five or six, however many tests you have, new cases. They count that as new cases. So we've had an exponential raise, you know, we've had 10 times as many cases. Well, yeah, those are asymptomatic people that test positive. And they even admit that out of the proper tests, 80% of them are false positives. You know, that means yeah. out of 100 positive tests, 80 of them are false positives. And then the other 20, what does that mean? That means that you're sick for a couple of days and then you're fine. You know, the average age of people dying of COVID is, is higher than the average human lifespan in some areas. So there, there's yeah. my take. Yeah, no, you nailed it. And it's so interesting to me. You know, I'm not married to the idea that um, COVID is a, an absolute hoax, as, as in there isn't some kind of, um, I guess, you know, bad flu, kind of like the seasonal flu that we get every year. I'm not, I'm not married to the idea that it's a complete hoax. But obviously, I mean, very clearly, um, they are blowing it way out of proportion in order to control us. Sure. And- it- Sorry to interrupt, but Corona, there's a coronavirus every year. It's the common cold or the flu, whatever you want to call it. And, you know, people with underlying health conditions sometimes die when uh, when they get uh, sick. But it's not anything different. You know, a couple of years ago, the people, there, there's a million and a half people died of, um, um, what the heck is the disease? It's, um, uh, it's space, I'm just spacing on the name for a second. And they, they died, they died, they, they, more of them died of that. Um, I'll come up with a name in a minute. So we'll have to, we'll have to back sure, that up. Sure, sure. Um, and there was no, you know, that was barely made the news. It, you know, nobody stopped working. You know, in the late 1960s, they had the, I think it was the H3N2 virus uh, that right. killed uh, more people in the United States than Corona supposedly has. And in the middle of that, they had Woodstock. You know, there was no pandemic going on there. It, it's so surreal. Yeah, it's it's so incredible. Tuberculosis. That's what I was trying to say. Okay, there you go. Yeah, okay. So uh, I, what I've been telling people is that, I mean, it's mainstream information. You can Google this. Three million people die of obesity every year. Three million people. Three million Americans and die starvation. of obesity. And starvation. Starvation I mean, is way, way above these numbers. Yeah, and so it, it's just so – like I was at a um, birthday party for my niece a few weeks ago, and – I was kind of, I was giving my mom a hard time because she was wearing a mask. <laughs> she's, you know, she's a baby boomer and she does have some underlying health conditions and um, she believes the news for the most part. And I was kind of giving her a hard time about it. And she kind of said, Hey, you know, you might want to keep that down because your cousins over here, they have an uncle that is in the hospital with COVID and they're not sure if he's going to make it. Well, if their uncle who had underlying health conditions, just had the regular seasonal flu and there wasn't this entire um, you know mass mind control agenda behind the seasonal flu then my mom probably wouldn't like we wouldn't have even it wouldn't have even been in conversation she wouldn't I would have never even known that this extended family member of mine was even in the hospital does that make sense yeah, I mean absolutely. it's totally uh, it's totally a, a kind of psychosis almost so in my in my town the they're making a big deal that uh, the kids aren't paying attention to the social distancing they're having parties and they're getting sick well uh, guess what happens when teenagers get together and they party hard 
uh, some of them get worn down and they get sick. What happens when uh, you, you know, you're living at home and you get sick? Well, you lay on the couch for a couple of days. Your mom makes you soup and grilled cheese. You watch a couple movies until you're better. And you don't alert the whole world that, oh, my God, my kid's sick. No, had a fever for a couple of days. Cough, get over it, get better, and move on. But now they're labeling it COVID. People are having panic attacks. They can't breathe because of all of this fear. They go to the hospital, they get put on a vent, and they die because their lungs are collapsed with these ventilators. The, you know, the ventilators and the news and the face masks are the virus. Right. There's all of these confounding factors. And I think it's going to go down in history that the United, at least in the United States, that our medical system murdered all of those people that they put on ventilators. You know, I, I had a thought the other day that um, it doesn't matter what actually happens. It matters what history says. And history is... Um, it, they say it's rewritten. It, it's it's written by the victors. But if you, you know the thing where if you go on Google right now and type in any number, any three or four digit number and type in new cases, there'll be an article about the number of COVID cases somewhere that matches that number. Yes. Have you tried that? I have. It's so amazing. Yes. I sent it to all my friends and family. I said, you yeah. have to look at this. If you're on the fence about it, you have to. And of course, the, the first number, I did the three digit numbers and the first one I did was 666. And of course, all kinds of articles popped up on Google. And then I did three, three, three. And of course, right. all kinds so, of articles. Popped and up. I tried four digit, some four digit numbers and they all hit also, but you know, who's writing these articles? Is it AI or, or whatever? Um, it doesn't matter. They're pre-writing history. So no matter what happens when, when we're done, the history will say, all of these all of these articles will tell the history and it doesn't matter that the hospitals were empty it doesn't matter that you know most of the deaths are happening in old age homes where most of the deaths happen exactly and i have been to my audience i probably sound like a broken record but i'm just going to say this again because i'm trying to get it out into the ether um but i think that the truth community has kind of missed something and because uh, a lot of people have been talking about how um, the inflation of the death count is to instill fear in people and to help further this agenda. But I think that what people are missing is that one of the reasons that maybe your grandfather who died of pneumonia with underlying health conditions got listed as a COVID death or somebody who died in a motorcycle accident got listed as a COVID death is because in order for them to keep pushing this and in order for people to uh, to go along with it, the public has to have some kind of emotional investment in the lie, right? So if if your grandpa died, who didn't die of COVID but got listed as a COVID death is, is dead, well, now you're going to have like an emotional investment in, in the virus and in the lie right. because someone close to you died. And so that's, in my opinion, that's yeah. what it's about. That's what the inflation is about because they need us to have an emotional attachment to it. Right. That, that, that's what, whenever there's a big event, there's a, a weird instinct that people want to be part of it. Well, you know, they want to know somebody, they want to, they want to have a connection to it. Um, it's very strange. I even had it happen to myself where people will exaggerate even uh, their relationship to people involved in, in a mass casualty event or something. So yeah. that, that is, uh, that is definitely a thing that happens. Well, something that I don't understand is why aren't we seeing more, in at least in the media, why aren't we seeing more child deaths? Because usually the elite, when they try to push these agendas, they make an appeal 
to the safety of children, but instead this time they chose um, uh, the immunocompromised and the elderly. So what's going on with that? Yeah, because this isn't a, a controlled group of crisis actors in a specific event. This is a worldwide event, and they're not they they can't just kill people. We have free will. They they can't kill us. They have to tell us what they're doing. And so, who are the easiest people to kill? It's the immune compromised and the elderly. So yeah, great, great answer. Yeah. So so one of the things that they that they do is they um the the number one killer in the world. You know what it is? What's that? The number one thing that kills people is fear. Okay, fear creates yeah. dis-ease. It creates, you know, you fear, you stop breathing, less oxygen, you get, get cancer because of low oxygen. You, uh, um, you know, people have panic attacks. Uh, they, they can't breathe. They're, they're, so the government wants you to be healthy. Stay home, don't get sunlight, eat fast food. Don't, you know, don't go to the gym. We're closing all the gyms and live in fear. The worst kind of fear is financial fear and fear of death. Well, COVID covers both of those. And, right. and now they want you out. They're letting you wear face masks. They're, they're insisting you wear face masks. They're putting up th signs. Uh, Jaron was just out in Monterey today and there's, there's metal signs posted out there that say hundred dollar fine for no face masks. And he walked around the whole place, no face mask. Nobody said boo to him. It, it's all threats because they can't force you to wear a face mask. They could scare you into thinking you're being forced to it, but you're actually doing it willingly. Well, and that's what kind of worries me about this whole thing. And I, I mean, I know that there's not, I, I only have control over myself. And that's one of the reasons that I don't wear a mask is because I'm trying to hold on to every bit of autonomy and individuality that I have. But when you look at the, like I said, it's almost like at this point, it's like a mass psychosis because you go out to a grocery store or even just walking outside and it's like this sea of facelessness. All you can see is people's eyes. You can't see their face. They're all covered like it's almost like it's Sharia law, like we live in some kind of yeah. uh, insane. I mean, it really is a cult. And right. I, I can't wrap my mind around why I keep seeing people in their cars, probably 30% of drivers that yep. I see. And I, I'm just pulling that number out of my butt, but they're wearing a mask. And I'm like, what other than some kind of mass hypnotism? So there's no other reason. I can't wrap my head around that. Yeah, so there's two two items I want to talk about with the masks. One is the reason that people are wearing masks. Are they wearing them because they're afraid of a virus? Or are they wearing them because a stranger on TV told them to? And uh, they just want, hey, everyone else is doing it, so I'll do it. Um, that's the main reason. And, and the way you can tell this is if you were afraid of a virus, you wouldn't go to a food establishment that allows people to sit down without masks but walk with masks. I mean, if you were afraid of a virus, you wouldn't go there. Okay, that's just not doesn't make any sense. If you're on an airplane, as long as you have a drink in your hand, you don't have to wear a mask the entire time. But the person next to you has to wear a mask because they're not holding a drink. That's insanity. And if you believe that's uh, because of a virus, you're insane. Um, then you'll see people with their masks under their chin. What's the purpose of that? Well, that's just to say, hey, I'm, I'm going along to get along. You know, I'm wearing the mask because, you know, I have it down for a minute, whatever. Um, yeah. it's, that's posturing. That's just, um, participating in this satanic ritual. The mask is a much bigger problem than people realize. And, uh, and I'm predicting that, uh, children, uh, that are going through this now, depending on how long this lasts, will have undeveloped brains. This is because trauma. This is wide, like this is widespread trauma. 
This it is really worse is. worse than that. When you see a little baby, you know, less than one years old, what do you do? Do you go, hey, baby, how you doing? How was your day? Of course not. You go to the baby, you look at them, you open your eyes, you make a face, the baby responds. So babies are, then the, the babies sleep a lot because they're processing information while they're sleeping because they're, they have so much new information coming in. They're getting... Uh, you know, moving around, seeing objects, I'd say maybe that's 10% of what they're processing. The other 80, 90% is faces, all the faces that they saw, all the expressions they, they, they see. And when people are talking, they're seeing the facial expressions more than they're hearing the words. And that's information. When you're walking down a busy street, you Tanner, and you're seeing a sea of people, all of those faces are communicating with you, even all the strange ones. And in that crowd, a mass of people, there's one familiar face and bam, your eye catches it. And you're like, hey, Dave, what's going on? And, and you're, so all of these connections, think of it like, um, like electrons going through a computer, right? They're all shooting in all different directions. All of this is adding energy to our life force. I don't have the right words for it. I'll just call it the force like in Star Wars. <laughs> and, uh, and what they're doing now is they're removing that. They're weakening the force. They're, they're taking away our humanity. They're taking away our en energy. And what people, the reason people don't see this is they don't realize that we're in a spiritual war. This is a war of energy, spiritual energy. And this is, they've got us in fear. They've got us... They, you know, over 50% of the companies of small businesses on Yelp have closed their doors for good. That's insane. That's crazy. And it's getting worse. So they have people in financial fear. They've destroyed the country. And now they have people wearing masks, blocking their faces, blocking their communication, taking away their humanity. And they're weakening us for some big event um, that we will not have. They're, they're trying to take away this energy so we can't use it um, to see through their nonsense. So there's a big deception coming. I don't know what it is or when it is, but my bet is probably before the election. Okay. I don't like putting dates on things. Hold on to that thought. Yep. Um, I want to keep talking about the masks and then, uh, and then I want to transition into that because that is a fascinating subject. Um, but really quick, just, I mean, you know, before we get off the subject of masks, I'm so confused by all of this because I saw a, I don't have Facebook anymore, but my wife does. And she was scrolling and she showed me a first day of school picture of her niece and, and her niece's boyfriend. And they're both wearing a mask in the picture and it's a first day of school picture. And I don't understand why would you, why, all I can think of is that there's just some kind of it's it's a mind control because it's a first day. Of, why would you not be smiling and showing your face when you, if you're so scared about the virus, you could take the mask off just for the picture and then you could put it back on. So people I, are, are making fashion statements out of them. It's gone. It's gone to bizarro world. They're, you know, it's even gone to the point where I'm seeing people wearing the regular mat, the regular, you know, blue paper mask. And I'm like, why don't you have a better looking mask on? It's the thought that's going through my head. And then I just want to punch myself. I'm like, what the heck? I mean, the real yeah. question is, why the heck are you wearing that mask? But, you know, I'll go out to places that are 100% masks and I'll be there, big smile. 99% of the time, nobody says anything to me. Yeah, I haven't negative. had I haven't had any weird altercations or any um, anything like that. I have been looked at like I'm dirty, and that yep. was kind of new to me. But I've I've had some looks, but I haven't had anyone call me out or try and start anything. I have seen crazy videos 
on yeah. YouTube and stuff, people getting coffee, hot coffee thrown in their face. I mean, which and, again, it just sounds even more like Sharia law. You yeah, know? <laughs> so, so some of those, some of those videos are real, very few of them, but the big ones that are go that go viral where the people are fighting and, and a cop is, you know, wrestling a woman and her, you see the one where the woman is being wrestled to the ground and the boyfriend is filming it. Okay. I don't think and, I've seen that one. I think it was in New Zealand. Um, it's total fake. It's, it's, it's to scare people, you know, Trump made the announcement, you know, um, everyone must wear a mask and uh, vaccines are going to be forcefully by the military, forcefully administered. No, they're not. They can't do that. They can't force you, but they can make you say, I'm not fighting because it's too much. And they can also get other people um, to, to, you know, be rats and fight and, 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 and shame you into it. And that's why people are wearing masks. They're, they're afraid of being shamed, but lots of these videos that you're talking about are mind control. They're to scare sure. you into not, resisting but here's the thing we could end this all i would say tomorrow but i'd say tonight if I, whenever everybody just go out take off your mask and go about your business and it's over it's over if you didn't right. have the news or the face mask would you know there's a pandemic no absolutely not right well and i've been able to take so much value from kind of disengaging and disconnecting from at least facebook i still have an instagram for my band and i have one for my podcast but I got a, I deactivated my face account on Mother's Day this year, and that was kind of like at the peak of a lot of this. And it's just been so amazing. I mean, obviously, I, I want to know what's going on and I want to stay aware, but you get it's like they use social media, especially Facebook, to just inject all of this division and mindlessness and craziness into the consciousness of our society. And so that's something that I've learned is just kind of unplugging from that has given me so much more time to do other things, pursue other interests. Like I've had the opportunity to start a vegetable and fruit garden. It's small and it's probably more work than I'm actually uh, getting uh, produce from, but I'm learning a skill. And then I also recently, I, I've never done any kind of carpentry or woodwork in my life. And I built my wife a uh, picnic table for our anniversary and I, I would have never had the time to do that if it, I'm kind of rabbit trailing now. But what I was right. getting at is that, um, yeah, you're right. There is so much uh, mind control and fake news out there surrounding all of this stuff. And it's all about creating division between us. What's taking um, the most work in your garden? Um, well, potatoes, the, the grasshoppers, I guess they, they love the way the potato leaf, the, the plants that, oh, that grow out of okay. the – that they love the leaves and they just they and now the grasshoppers are gone but we're kind of past the prime uh, potato growing season so um but i'm really fortunate to live out in the country and i i live in in kind of uh, on a in a small town on the outskirts of a bigger town and so um my wife and i recently were looking at moving into town but it didn't work out and i'm so glad that it didn't because it d just everything is so unpredictable right now that I think I would rather be out in the country around. Definitely. I'm Definitely. in this community of people that know how to grow food and I'm in this community of gun owners and nice. they are good people, church going people that just, that I know I can trust. And I think, I think we're going to stay. <laughs> yeah, good, so good, good call. Anyway, uh, we, we kind of rabbit trailed there, but um, yeah, it's, it's just like, like I was saying, there's just this incredible psychosis going on 
I don't know about you if you've had this experience experience, but in the past six months, I can't tell you how sickened I am now of that chemical sanitized smell that you smell when you walk into a building. I used to think that that smell, I used to associate it with like cleanliness and hygiene, but now it just makes me sick. Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Have you had that experience? I do. I, I have yet to use hand sanitizer once. That stuff is poison. It'll give you cancer. Read the ingredients on it. Yeah. Um, I used to have a subscription to a car wash, which I canceled because they now insist on fumigating your car with other toxins. And I'm like, not, not going to do it. Um, that stuff is poison. You know, everything is upside down in this world. The sun gives you cancer. Well, no, the sun gives you vitamin D, which cures cancer. You know, sunscreen protects you from cancer. No, sunscreen gives you skin cancer and internal <laughs> cancers. Okay, sunscreen has the most toxic ingredients in it. I mean, there are some natural uh, sunscreens, but 99% of the stuff out there is a toxic mess. You know, food, organic food used to have a different name. It was called food. Right. Okay? But now everything's poisoned and you have to pay extra not to have the poison on it. Yeah. And I, and I, I try to go out of my way to get organic because, um, yeah, I agree with you, man. There's so much. Uh, it, it's, so, it's so twisted and it's so upside down. Um, yeah. And I, I think one of the, the biggest spells that has been cast on us is the symptoms are like, it's like an umbrella. It's like a huge umbrella and, uh, nobody can really nail down what exactly the coronavirus symptoms are. Can, are you able to, to nail down exactly what they are? You know, they're, I mean, they're, they're, they're saying everything from clumsiness, uh, you know, fever, temperature, and basically anything that doesn't feel good is Corona now. Um, but the basic symptoms are, um, you know, fever, cough, uh, you know, difficulty breathing. Uh, and a lot of, you know, if you look at uh, the, I don't know if you looked into the 5G stuff, that the symptoms of being radiated with 5G are very similar. So, you know, right. that, that remains to be seen, but it sure looks like, uh, you know, there could be a correlation right now. You know, every year uh, going into the winter, uh, they call it the pharmaceutical in industry calls it flu and cold season. But it's really just a part of the time of the year that your body goes, oh, the sun's going away. It's time to reline our lungs. So let me shed my outer lung lining so it can, you know, like a snake sheds its skin and you'll cough it up. And that's normal. It's, it's your, when you cough up, you know, lung it's, it's a normal process, but if you have low health, you might get an infection, then you get pneumonia, you get, you know, you get, you get sick and, and, and then you'll have a fever because you have an infection. Um, but it's normal. But if you yeah. have low uh, health, then it becomes a problem. You become ill. You have disease at that point. We are going into cold and flu season in the worst shape this country's ever been. People have been eating junk food. People have not been going to the gym. People have not been getting sun. People have been muzzling themselves. People have been in fear. They've been not touching, not sharing energies, not the, the face mask disconnect. This is going to be the lowest health overall going into cold and flu season. So then we go in. So now you're going to have a ton more people that have more serious issues. So it could be the biggest cold and flu season ever as far as death. Then maybe. They kick on the 5G on March 22nd, which is the same day, I believe, Trump declared a medical emergency in this country. He also signed the 5G rollout. He said he wants it done in six months. 
well, that's September. Yeah, everything is 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 lining up to work out for a second wave. And I am not looking forward to that. But the reason that I, I wanted to transition into that point is because we're we're here, we're talking about symptoms and this umbrella of symptoms, but then we're also talking about how the entire protocol for quote unquote protecting us from the virus is actually antithetical to health, right? And yep, I was, right. I was, I was my sister, she brought my niece and nephew to my church this morning. And, um, after I play in the band at my church, after I got done, I went out, sat in the pews with them and my little niece who just turned one years old, she's crawling around on the ground. She dropped her little, her little baby cookie on the, on the ground and, uh, broke it into pieces and just was eating the pieces right off the ground. Well, there's a reason that babies are that they do that and that they're supposed to do that. And it's because in order to have a strong immune system, you have to challenge it. You have to expose it to different bacteria and different flora and all these different things. That so is it, how you keep a strong immune system. Yeah. So, so imagine this, imagine I have some infectious disease, some parasite, some, um, I don't want to say a virus because the virus isn't alive. People don't realize that a virus is actually part of your immune system, but let's say I have some contagion, we'll call it. And on your right hand, you have a latex glove on. And on your left hand, you just have your natural skin oils and the biome of your skin. And I put a little bit on each hand of this contagion. Well, the one that's on your hand will probably die because the biome of your skin will kill it. And the one that's on the rubber glove will live as long as it can live. Okay? That's so fascinating. Yeah. And it's it's hilarious, though. And it's almost comical when you think about it because there's all of these cashiers and and people in different businesses and stuff that have, have gloves on and it's like if this bacteria or whatever it is can live on the gloves then all you're doing is cross-contaminating you're yep. defeating the entire purpose of, of of everything that you're supposed to be doing so um <clears throat> yeah it's just it's so interesting to me and not another thing that i noticed at my church this morning was um you know like i said I'm, i play in the worship band at my church and we, before we go out to play, we circle up and pray and we've always held hands, but ever since COVID, we have had to kind of like, we stand in a circle and we put our hands to our chest and we kind of, the intention is to touch elbows, but we don't, we instead, we, that we have space in between our elbows. Does that make sense? I, I would leave the church. Sorry. I, I get, you got to do what you got to do, but the, the whole thing is, you know, the government is saying that singing at church is contagious, okay? Right. But sitting in a restaurant's not contagious. This, you have to see the agenda here. You have to see that this is an agenda to separate you from the creator. That's what oh, the yeah. agenda is. That this is to hide the creator. And I, I, I will circle this, all of this, and I've been predicting this. You've been following me for a while. You may have heard me say it. I said, as soon as flat earth awareness or the true earth awareness, the globe lie, um, gets to a point where it's about to tip, they're going to flip the table over. And this is them trying to flip the table over. Because if you, if you look in our community, which is an amazing community, um, there's no flat earthers out there that don't see through the COVID hoax. They're, they're all awake and aware to it. And there's a reason for that because, you know, if you're lost in space spinning and, and have no idea that the, you're insignificant and you're a speck that came from nothing when it exploded, um, you have no ability to, 
to discern anything. You know, right. our education system is an indoctrination system. The, the way you get through school is memorize what the Rockefellers put in their books and regurgitate it. And then you get A's and you're awesome. Okay. But if you think for yourself, you're penalized, you're sent to the principal's office, you're, you're failed out of that class um, and you're shunned upon. So, you know, they, they, I, I watched a woman uh, outside of a grocery store that worked there eating her sandwich with her rubber gloves on. Okay. <laughs> yeah. And it just shows that people have lost their ability to think. Yeah. I saw a video of these people, this couple, this older couple that they didn't know that they were being filmed and they were drinking their, their cups. Maybe it was glasses of wine. They were at a restaurant. I don't know what they were drinking, but they had their mask on and they were drinking it through their masks. I mean, how mind controlled and brainwashed. I mean, I guess it, I suppose it could have been a joke, but like I said, it was like someone was filming it over their shoulder in an attempt to, uh, you know, conceal their camera. So uh, it's just like, wow. And if you look at the mask that people are wearing, there's huge gaps on the sides of them. You know, if it was really about a virus, they would say you have to have this type of filtration, but they'll let people wear a bandana, uh, a piece of, it doesn't matter what it is. They don't care as long as it's covering your mouth. They let you in. So that, that, that's not about your health. And the problem is, here's the problem. People are, as I said, they're indoctrinated. They're unable to think. They also believe that there's no evil, that, that, that anybody in a position of authority has to be vetted and be good because evil doesn't exist in their world. And they, they love authority because they have been convinced that they have no sense that they've lost their senses, that, they, that, that someone else needs to tell them what is, and, they, and what they're told is nonsense, and they believe it because they're lost in space. So that's why I push for the you know, globe lie or true earth awareness, um, and that we live on a flat stationary plane because that, you know, I used to, before you said you didn't follow me before flat earth, I had a thing called exposing the big three. It was about 9-11, Sandy Hook, and Boston. Because I figured I could, those, those events are so easy to uh, show people what didn't happen that it will wake them up. And it, it wakes them up for a little bit. And then they go, well, you know, those bad people, they're, they're, they're not going to do it anymore. They're gone. They've been voted out of office or whatever. Um, and then they go back to work. But once you see the, the flat earth, when people don't want to see it, including me, when I was first introduced to it, um, once you see it, you can't unsee it. And then all of a sudden you can see everything else. So that's why I, I, um, I really focus on that. Definitely. And, you know, I think there's a lot of parallels between um, the globe model and well, at least people who believe in the globe model and vaccines, like people who are pro-vaccine, um, just to kind of transition into the vaccine topic, because all like, you know, you see these debates and these arguments on the internet, and it's usually the people that have done the least amount of research into the flat Earth and globe debate are the most. What's what's the word for it? Just vile and. Right. The, the, the worst globe, you know, globe troll zealots, they don't know their model. We, we know more about their model than they do. I mean, that's how you become a flat earther is you try to prove the globe and, and that's how you become a flat earther. So, and I've also, seen the same thing with people who are pro vaccine is yeah, that that's they have not done any research. Right. So if you're getting into it with someone that's pro vaccine, um, I did it the other day where there was a 
field where it was four of us at a table and uh, they're all pro vaccine. And I said, Hey, let's play a little game. I said, let's go around. And, you know, I say, Hey, everyone name a fruit. And until when you, you know, whoever can't name it, you know, that ends the game. If when you can't name a different fruit, so I said, let's name uh, ingredients in vaccines. Didn't know, didn't know, didn't know. And I'm like, aborted baby cells so, like got one no 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 like formaldehyde you know <laughs> aluminum a, a mercury aluminum you know there's so many it's just hard and then they just short circuit they don't know anything and it ends the discussion yeah well i mean it, it's called cognitive dissonance how are you supposed to move forward in a discussion like that whenever everything that you thought you believe in just got crushed right. i mean because to, to in order to be intellectually honest you would have to then say, to be consistent, you would have to then say, well, that's okay. I'm okay with those chemicals going into my body or those no, they, aborted they, they, they always going go, into my body. That can't be true. That yeah, can't well, be the, true. They, they stopped putting mercury in vaccines. I'm like, no, they didn't. And, right. like, and then they just, they literally short circuit. It ends the conversation, but you planted a seed and now it's up to them. You, you can lead a human to knowledge, but you can't make them think. And you could explain something to somebody but you can't understand it for them right well and that's one of my favorite things to kind of tell people like th that i when i introduce them to the flat earth idea i'm i'm pretty picky about um who i share it with just because i've i've found that a lot of times it's a waste of time but um one of the things that i like to say is that some truths cannot be told they have to be learned they have to be understood and I've, I have found so much value in that because, um, I, I don't know, I think it gets the point across that, look, I can sit here and tell you all of these things, but if you don't have open eyes, if you can't remove the veil, then you're not going to be able to absorb any of this information. You're not going to be able to actually deal with it in your mind. Right. And, and the, the thing is, you know, on vaccines and COVID and flat earth, um, it's like talking to a kid. You can't tell them something unless they want to know the answer. You can't, you know, you start telling people stuff and they, they won't listen. They short circuit. So I always try to pose it as a question. If they ask me a question, you know, how, how can the earth be flat of the sun if there's nighttime? And so I'll just throw a question back at them, you know, that, that asks something, you know, on the same topic, uh, something about the globe. And, um, it, it, if you do that, it really gets them thinking and then, then they start engaging and then you can start answering questions. Yeah, definitely. It's interesting what you said about, and of course this thought has crossed my mind too, but I just want to vocalize it for uh, my audience. It's interesting what you said about a flat earth tipping point and um, that a lot of this COVID-19 stuff might have something to do with the Flat Earth Awakening that has happened in the past four or five years. And I, when I was, I don't know how much of my conversation with Nathan Thompson that you heard, but one thing that we talked about. I heard the whole thing. It was great. Okay. Nathan's awesome. He is awesome. And at the very end, we talked about how there's not going to be a conference this year as far as we know. And it just makes you wonder, you know, it, it's, it's so interesting to think about what if this does have a lot to do with the um, flat earth I, awakening i can't prove it but i say it does so you did you see my interview with uh, ruth 102 years old i did and i loved it yeah that was beautiful yeah so so you know we've known the earth has been a globe for 500 years you know aristophanes proved it with sticks and shadows well we we know that aristophanes was inserted into our books in the 1980s there's no mention of him before that yes and, uh, there's actually it's 
it's uh you know there there was there was other mathematicians that that came out of the same city and uh, surrounding cities that he did in the in the and the um years after him and never at once mentioned him that would be like writing uh you know history of the chicago bulls and leaving out michael jordan so that's interesting and you can't find any mentions of aristophanes uh and proving the earth's size in any books before the 1980s so that's how recently they changed this inserted it into history and then carl sagan came out did the original cosmos did his wizard trick with the bending cardboard and the sticks on it and bam that proved the globe and and everyone um, you know, in my generation, uh, we'll use that as an example, sticks and shadows. But the truth is, uh, in the 1920, in 1920 and before, uh, everyone knew the earth was flat. They taught flat earth in all of the schools across America and across the world. Well, okay? I, I know in Russia, too, especially there's there's people that are alive now, like older people that are, that were taught flat earth in school. Yeah. So 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 Ruth is 102. And in grade school, she was taught flat earth, but then they switched it to globe earth. And she said that uh, she's, yeah, then they changed it. And I just figured science is improving. And, and she believed it. And because that to her, the teachers were telling you and the teachers are smart and everyone trusts authority. So I said, hey, we have a very short window of talking to centenarians. We only have a couple years at best where then all of these people that were alive when they were teaching Flat Earth will not be alive anymore. I said, so everybody go to old age homes. If you have a parent in an old age home or you have one near you, go make fun friends with someone. And, and they like having visitors. They like having, you know, just say, is there, find somebody that's old and say, hey, can I visit with them and talk with them? And everyone started to do it. And well, then now you bam. Can. <laughs> COVID. Not you can't you can't go. I can't even get into my mother's home where she is. My mom's in a in a great facility. I can't and you know, she loves it there. It's where um, but I can't even get in there. It's insanity what's going on. So I'm sorry to hear that. I may have I may have been the one that started this whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you might have. At this point, I wouldn't rule anything out, but yeah. it, it's so interesting the way that they can just change history. And that's kind of why I brought up the thing about, you know, at my church standing in a circle with the worship band, uh, the thought that crossed my mind this morning is how long will it be? Cause we're not the only church that does that. Right. So I'm like, the thought that crossed my mind was how long will it be before people don't even remember why we do that anymore? You know, 20 years from now, are people just going to think that is how you pray together in a circle is by extending your right. elbows and putting they're, space they're in between you? They're disconnecting us from touch. They're disconnecting our, um, you know, the, the face is everything. The face tells the story. You walk into a room of people at a party, a business meeting, whatever. You see everyone's faces, all of them at the same time. And your brain immediately sizes every single person up. You know that that person's having a crappy day. We even know, hey, John, how you doing? Oh, I'm doing great. Okay, I'll take your word for it, but you know deep inside that he's having the crappiest day ever. You're having a, a real horrible day. You want to kick a friggin' dog. You're walking down the street and some cute girl smiles at you, changes your whole day. Okay, they've taken that away from us. Right. Well, one of the most beautiful parts of being alive, one of the most beautiful parts of the human experience is young love. And my wife and I, we go walk our dogs every single morning, except for Sunday mornings at a, uh, a university. We go to the campus and we walk our dogs because they have an, an amazing two mile track around it. And we walk past this 
these two young college kids and a you know a guy and a girl and they're talking and they're both wearing a mask and it just it it hurt my heart to know that so many relationships are going to be born out of this this facelessness and or maybe they're not going to be born at all maybe people just aren't going to be able to connect on the level that they used to be able to exactly those connections those heart connections your heart brain your myofascia brain your your cranium brain all of that stuff is being stunted it's so and and it's worse for little kids it's it's worse for everybody i don't want to just say babies but Babies, I, I'm watching these parents. They're they they have their babies. Some of the some little kids they have masks on them, but even the ones without the mask, the kids are looking up at everyone and all they're they're seeing all these mask faces. That is torture. That is abuse. That is a crime. And yeah, and people psychotic. are just. But guess what? No one. They're not at fault because the the, the elite are not at fault because you, they did it on their own. Well, they don't have to. There's no law that says you have to wear it. You know, wear a mask. I go into Costco, into Shoprite, into a Home Depot. No mask. No one says boo to me. Once yeah. in a while, they say something, and I say no, thank you. Uh, you know, and you know, Owen Owen Benjamin had a great line. He said, if someone you know says, hey, you need to wear a mask, and it, and it'd be like, no, I don't, and and you should thank me because it's people like me that are stopping them from rolling out their next piece of ridiculous sense. You know. Um, right removal. He goes, yeah. he, you know, if, if, if we don't do it, so the message I'm saying to everyone is, is take off your damn mask, don't stick it in your pocket, throw it in the garbage, and do, do not wear a mask under any circumstance. I absolutely agree. And that's, again, that's why I brought up the, uh, the church story about uh, standing in the circles, because now if you apply that same logic to the mask, you got to wonder. How long before people just don't even remember why we wear the mask in the first place? You know, I mean, because we, we used to talk about 2025 now is when they, they want the mask. You had Joe Biden, his campaign is like, it seems like they're, 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 the thing that they're running on is masks and mandatory masks. And for the next couple of years, that's insanity. And people will vote for him based on that because we've been so brainwashed and mind controlled that people think that that's actually the measures that should be taken that we need more of this authoritarian you know iron fist kind of ruling over us it's really incredible all you have to do is instill and inject the tiniest amount of fear into a population and kind of like the quote out of the out of the dark night people will just eat each other yep truth in the movies lies in the news absolutely so um I wanted to kind of – I've talked about scientism a little bit on previous episodes, but this is still a pretty new podcast. But I think that so much about this hoax, this pandemic that's happening right now goes back to scientism because people are out there just saying you should trust uh, the scientists, right? Well, I thought it was kind of interesting just to kind of tie Flat Earth back into this conversation – I saw a thumbnail for a YouTube video the other day, and I've seen these kinds of thumbnails before where it's like one of these kind of mainstream, uh, you know, YouTube channels that gets millions and millions of views. They will do these interviews where they pit a flat earther against a scientist and they'll in the thumbnail of the video, they'll have one person above them as the label flat earther and the other person, the label above them is scientist as if the two are like polar opposites. Right. You know what I'm saying? As if they the scientist, 
is the peak of human evolutionary intellect and the flat earther is the complete bottom of the barrel primitive right. idiot and again it's world, it's a, it's the world inverted they say we're science deniers actually no we're questioning science and doing science the people that are labeling their thing science are doing pseudoscience they're not doing science but they're being claimed as scientists so again it's sometimes uh, when i do a podcast where people don't know me and they say, could you introduce, tell us a little, bit, a little bit about yourself? I don't know if you've heard me do this. I say, uh, you know, I grew up, did blah, blah, blah. And I went to college and then went to, I went to medical school. Halfway through my fourth year medical school, I realized that allopathic medicine was um, just really not good nonsense. And I pursued a more holistic uh, path um, of healthy living. And then I'll go on and on and on. And then, uh, you know, a few minutes later in the interview, I talk about belief is the enemy of knowing, the old Crow 777 saying. Love it. Um, yeah. Belief is the enemy of knowing. Belief is easy. You can just believe something. Uh, knowing takes time, effort. For example, you believe I went to medical school for three and a half years. But to find out the truth, you'd have to find out where I live, where I went to school. You'd have to make calls, send emails, and, you know, explain why you're asking, figure out that I never went to medical school. Right. Okay. But people will believe because I could tell you something. Boom. You go, all you have to believe, you go, okay. And now you have your entire day for free. You're done. Right. You can go smoke weed, drink, take a nap. Doesn't matter. You can go do whatever you want to Number know so. you yeah. have to take the time and effort and think. And people are lazy and we're taught not to think for ourselves. We're taught to believe. That's right. So in that regard, all of this can seem so hopeless at times. Um, but do you think, David, that the elite weren't counting on the, the great awakening that is happening right now? Do you think that there has been a little bit of backfire from locking people down because people have had more time to research and get into, uh, you know, dig, dig into conspiracies? I, I don't know. It, to me, it seems like there's an awakening happening right now. Would you agree with that? Yeah, there's definitely an awakening, a lifting of the veil, a raising of consciousness. I think the elite knew this was coming. Uh, you know, their plans to do this are done so far in advance. But I think they rushed the COVID thing a little bit because the awakening might have been happening a little faster than they expected. And um, there, there, maybe there's some things that are left to chance. Maybe they're, you know, they're counting on our consciousness not raising, that people will hide behind the mask, that the force will be lowered willingly. They can't force us to wear masks, but they can convince us to put masks on and lower our connections, lower that human spirit energy connection. Um, that I believe, my personal belief, is that that is how we defeat them is by coming together. That's why they're separating us apart uh, physically, uh, um, you know, visually, spiritually. And the only way they can win is if we allow that to happen. So, you know, um, if you know the problem, if you see the problem, if you know face masks are the problem, if you know that COVID is not anything dangerous more than any other year, any other flu, um, and don't do anything about it, you are guilty. You are part of the major problem. If you don't have the courage to stand up, you are the problem, okay? And, yeah. that, that, and that's what's going on right now, and people are afraid. People love their cushy lives. I, left, I started a company 
six years ago, I could be uh, rolling in dough this year and and having uh, you know the all the comforts of uh, of of that money, but I'd walked away from it to do this because this is far more important. This is far more fulfilling. Um, and there's not a lot of time left if people don't do something. Our people are, my prediction is if things keep going the way they're going now, people are going to look back at uh, August of 2020 and go, wow, I wish it was like that again. Okay. Which is so crazy. It's so yeah. crazy to think about. Yeah. You know, I, I felt like before COVID happened that we were living in a clown world, but I had no idea what a clown world really looked like. The, the, the Jaron's made a comment the other day. He said, if they pulled back on everything and we went back to pre-COVID, we're still slaves and everybody would be thrilled. And they can go for another 50 years like that before people start rising up again. That's where they've pushed us. So our best case scenario is back to our indentured slavitude, slaverism or whatever the word is um, that we had prior to COVID. But I don't think it's ever going to go back. They're never going to let it go because this is their final uh, their final run, in my opinion. Yeah, I agree. And something that I talked to Alex Stein about was, and I'm going to ask you the same question just to get your perspective on it. Do you think it was an accident that so many updates in the Epstein and Maxwell and Pizzagate scandal, do you think it was an accident that we've had so many of those updates in the midst of this pandemic? You know, I think that they that all truth has to come out at some point and they um, they're normalizing this stuff. You know, five years ago, uh, you know, if you talked about pedophilia or anything, people would absolutely short circuit. Now it's like, oh, yeah, pedophilia again. Oh, yeah. You know, and they're normal desensitized to it. Yeah, they're totally desensitized. You know, you remember when Sandy Hook happened, everybody absolutely freaked out. Now you hear there's a school shooting. Everyone forgets about it 10 minutes later. Uh, It's nothing. You know, all of these shootings, you know, people don't go and shoot up groups of people, especially schools. It's not something that happens, but they're making people believe that it's something that happens. They're normalizing it. They're making it a thing. There's nothing new under the sun and they're trying to create new things. Yeah, yeah, I agree. And uh, just a, a quick side note on that. I do think that Columbine was real, but I think that all the other shootings were kind of, I think that the elite kind of saw the impact that that had on our culture and our society. And so then they modeled all of the shootings after that, the, the hoaxes after that. There's people that would fight you to the death on that. I've really? seen evidence both ways. Uh, Columbine is kind of where I drew the line. I started researching after that. Um, it, it was just a little bit out of my reach as far as um, digging in. It, it, that and JFK are the two things that I really don't like talking about. Not for any particular reason other than I don't have enough. There's other experts out there. But I just know that you know everything after that is um, what's known as a capstone event where people it's all contracted and uh, nobody gets hurt. Nobody, nobody dies. Right. Oh man. So, so incredible. It's so surreal to talk about all this kind of stuff. Um, I was, you know, in my conversation with Nathan Thompson, I talked about how waking up to especially flat earth, it kind of, it gave me back a sense of um, bewilderment and it gave me like, it's, it's hard to put it into words, but it made me feel kind of like um, I had the eyes of a child again. And I was kind of looking at the world in a completely new light it just it changed everything for me 
And so all of these different things that we're talking about, it's just, it's surreal to acknowledge that, that it is real. I mean, COVID-19, it felt like a dream to me for the longest time and it still kind of does, but I just, I keep asking myself and I keep asking other people how much, I mean, I remember like, you know, two months into it, everyone was saying, just wear the mask and this will all be over. Right. Well, here we are now six months into it and everyone is still wearing the mask and it doesn't look like there's an end in sight. Right. And so it's just so amazing to talk about this stuff and, and to acknowledge it. And we're, this is, it's real now, you know, before, before COVID-19, we could talk about conspiracies. I'm, obviously there was so much going on and, um, you know, the flat earth reality is incredible, but it, it's like, we're seeing all of this unfold in real time before our eyes. And so Anyway, I'm saying all of this to um, transition us into well, the thought that I told you to hold on to earlier, and that is the event. Because Mark Sargent made a video at the beginning of all of this. I think it was like sometime around the, the two-week lockdown. And he was absolutely convinced that an event was coming soon. And I'll, then I'll second that motion. Well, I, and I agree that something is coming, but he thought it was like going to be within that he thought it was going to be way sooner and then nothing happened. So then he made another video and I'm not calling Mark out or anything. I'm just saying he made another video saying, Hey, elite, you missed your window. You missed your opportunity. What are you waiting for? Right. So, here, so I want to get your perspective it, on that. Here's how I think it works. Um, they, the timeline is very fluid. They, they have these plans, but they, oh, they, they change. Like whenever you look at an event like the seven, seven bombing, Sandy hook, um, Boston, you know, uh, any, any of them, there's always a drill going on at the same time. And it's drill of the exact same thing. You're aware of this, right? Right. So there's always a drill. And then the, the way they do it is AI is watching all communications. It's watching everything. And uh, so they're doing uh, whatever. They're having a drill. And they're like, and people are like, yeah, they're doing this drill or something. And there's enough people watching. And they'll go, it's a drill. And that's it. it. Was just a drill. Nothing happens. But like with Sandy, they're they're going, and and AI goes. Nobody's noticing. Take it live, okay? And they yeah. take it live. So they they always have an out, and they always know if people are watching. They always know how it's going, and it's 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 foolproof for them. So 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 there's probably, and I can never be proven right on this, things that were going to happen that we stopped that we, we called them out and then they didn't happen and we're wrong. So it's, it's a no win for us other okay. than, other than stopping something that we can't prove is ever going to happen. Isn't that crazy? That makes us sound like lunatics. Okay. It is. So on that note, I'm sure you've seen the, I think it was called COVID 1984, but it was a, a video that Eric Dubay put out and he may have been saying this facetiously. Um, I'm not sure, but he said, he made a comment, something along the lines of like, apparently um, uh, a fake alien invasion, you know, wasn't necessary. Apparently this, what I'm getting at is, you know, in the truth community for the longest time, we've been talking about how they're setting us up for a fake alien invasion. Right. Do you think that that is still going to happen? Do you think that that is going to be the event? Or do you think that this pandemic happened in place of the fake alien invasion? Kind of like Eric Dubay was saying. Um. You know, it's I mean, kind of a weird, me, weirdly worded question, but yeah, no, I, I get the question. I get the question, and um, maybe the fake 
alien invasion was uh, was the plan and maybe it's changed. Um, I think that, you know, that they primed us for the fake alien invasion with Reagan's speech, you know, when we all come together with an outside force. And yeah, I don't know if they can pull it off and get away with it right now. So maybe, you know, maybe they'll wait. You know, they the elite have no problem of delaying things 10 years, 20 years, 30 years. They're they're able to do these things. You know, the, the, the towers in New York were slated to fall 33 years after they were built before they were even built. Okay. That's so, so amazing. Yeah. Of so course, the Masonic of, number of 33. Yeah. So all of the, all of this stuff is, uh, is, is planned out. Uh, but things do change. You know, we, we've, uh, we've busted NASA um, where they've responded. They've changed things. We've called them out with the football jerseys on, on the space shuttle. We're like, how did they know which winning teams were going to be up there? Because the last Soyuz that went up there was before the playoffs started. You know, how did they have the winning things? And then literally yeah. two days later, they showed a video of the unboxing of all of the team's jerseys on the ISS. Because you had to justify that. In yeah. Some way. So, so they had to do that because we busted them. So right. there, you know, there's things that they're reacting to. They're watching us. We're, we, you know, they love us because we're a think tank for them. We're showing them their flaws. They're getting smarter because of us. Um, we're, you know, we're, we're the ultimate think tank for them because we're pointing everything out and they're getting better. There's a, there's going to be a point, And I think we're already there where, uh, the president doesn't even need to be alive where they're just going to give us a CGI president. There was one Obama speech in the white house. It was the ISIS speech where he was, uh, he came walking from inside, walked up to a door, did his speech like from the, on the inside of a half door. And it wasn't him. It was, it was a, it was a complete, uh, you know, CGI fake. And there was some glitches in it that were, that, that happened and the, the proportions are wrong and, and all this stuff happened, but they got away with it. So, you know, you've seen what they can do with deep fakes. They just need one image of you that, um, yeah. and they can, they can make it talk. But if they have, you know, 360 images of you on the high def, they can, they can do stuff that's, that you can't tell. Just to, to back it up a little bit, me and you and I have, we've kind of talked about how, that everything is planned, right? All of this stuff has been planned for a long time and they're rolling it out. And sometimes the plans change. Sometimes they're, they manipulate them based on getting busted here and there, whatever it is. Okay. Well, you mentioned, you know, that there, there is a satanic agenda behind this whole mask thing and, you know, behind all of the plans of the elite. Right. So that's the point that I wanted to hit on is because something that, I think a lot of the people in the truth community don't understand is that there has to be some kind of greater spiritual reward for all of this stuff. And what I mean is the, let's take the Rockefellers for example. Okay. And the, the Rockefellers that were alive in the early 1900s or the late 1800s, the one that put the ones that put all of this money and time and effort into changing the culture and changing the education system and this and that, well, they're not even alive to see the fruits of that labor. They're not alive to see the return on that, that work. It so was. in my opinion, there has to be a, some kind of satanic reward, some kind of spiritual reward. They're serving some kind of higher God. Otherwise, why do this? You want, a, you want another rabbit hole that you've never gone down? Okay, let's hear it. I'm open. <laughs> Yeah, it's uh, and it's a tough one to bite, but um, I have a playlist. I'll send it to you. 
Um, it's the it's the don't marry your relatives lie. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've heard you talk about it. I can't remember where I heard you talk about it, but I have. Yeah, I um, I, I want to look into that. So the the, the elite all marry within the, their families like first cousins and and all sorts of stuff and and occasionally they'll show you a you know a, 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 a mongoloid child or something going oh that's the inbreeding right and who knows what it is but it's called genetic memory and what they want is us to spread our genetics into this melting pot so we come back and we have no memory you know like when a chicken is born it knows, you know, to hide from the fox immediately. That's genetic memory. Um, okay. But babies, you know, are are totally, you know, baby humans are are first. They're totally dependent on on their mothers. But if you have genetic memory, uh, I believe that these elite know that they're coming back, and you know, they can remember their past lives. That is so fascinating. Okay, yeah. so so on one hand, they might be serving some kind of satanic agenda some kind of spiritual some kind of you know higher spiritual higher authority but on another hand they actually have this kind of right genetic so let, memory yeah let's say i have a plan that's going to make me into a king but it's going to take 150 years well i'm going to live this life doing this plan knowing that when i die and i come back this it's all i'm going to wow i'm going to have 100 years of that behind me now when i'm 50 i'm going to be king you know whatever so incredible and and so this is this is my belief is how they operate. Wow. Yeah. So my, my YouTube channel is D-I-T-R-H. And uh, if you're looking there, go to my playlist and look up Bloodlines. Um, there's three or four videos in there that will really make you scratch your head. Absolutely. Something that, you know, but they've convinced us that that is not that, you know, you'll, you'll, you'll have mongoloids and it's the worst thing ever. I don't believe, I don't believe so. Well, you've seen that that I think they're in Kentucky. It's a family that has blue skin, and the belief is that it's a it's a result of inbreeding. Have you seen that family before? I have not, but you know they they call them the blue bloods, the the elite or the, you know, the royals, um, and they don't let they don't let their kids breed, you know, outside of their of their family lines. That's so amazing. Yeah. Again, yeah. listeners, he said his, his, his YouTube channel is called DITRH, which stands for deep inside the rabbit hole. So it's pretty easy to find. I, I It seems like your YouTube channel hasn't been grabbled to the point that. Oh, it's grabbled. How, oh, I know I, it is, I, but I mean, you can at least type it in DITRH in the search yeah, bar and I'm right. still able to get results. And half of my videos are shout are, are missing. Like I don't, I can't oh, see yeah. them. I, they're, they're there, but I can't see them. And uh, the only way I can see them is if I put them in a playlist and then share that playlist or look at that playlist. But th they're slowly one by one taking them out and not telling me. It's like, and then I can't find them and I have to, it, it's unbelievable. Yeah, that the whole YouTube thing, that's a whole, that's another conversation. Why are they hiding flat earth videos? You know, the Bigfoot's fine, Loch Ness Monster's fine, aliens are fine, but Flat Earth, they got to hide it. Why did Obama mention it a half a dozen times? Flat Earth. Right. Okay. You know, John Kerry mentioning it. It's, it's, it, this is their biggest secret because if everyone wakes up to the flat Earth, they lose power. They lose us. How they, do these people not understand reverse psychology, though? Because from what I can see, 
saying that you're coming out and saying that you're going to censor something just makes that something seem even more legit and even more true. And it's just going to attract people to it even more. It's really incredible that these super intelligent master evil geniuses can't comprehend that fact. I, I, I wonder that also, maybe they're just not that smart. Maybe they maybe lost not. their ability. You know, they don't want us to know. They, they say, you know, you need to work hard and save your money and, and all this stuff. And, and money is just debt. They, 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 they don't want you to believe that your thoughts create your reality. Your thoughts create everything that you have. You have to think it before you have it. For example, you have this podcast. How'd you get it? Did it just show up? Did somebody no. <laughs> give it to you? You thought about it and you made yeah. it and it happened. Okay. And you know, you think that you're going to have a podcast and bam, you have a podcast. Uh, it takes, you know, direction of thought and, and sometimes, and lots of times, most of the time, some sort of work, but the universe, for lack of a better word, you know, the world, the system that we're in delivers your thoughts to you, the resources for them, and you can have them. And people are like, well, okay, I want a million dollars. But what they're really thinking is I'll never have a million dollars. And that's what the universe is going to deliver to them. Right. Yeah. But there's other times where you'll see something, you know, I really want that mic. That's an awesome microphone. And I'm going to, it's coming. And you feel good about it because you know you're going to get it. And then and, and you get it. You know, all of a sudden you have enough money and you, and you buy it. Um, all of that stuff comes together from your thoughts. That's why people can become millionaires, lose all of their money, and then become a millionaire again, while other people <laughs> are just getting enough, getting by to pay their bills month to month, year after year. Right. I, yeah, I remember talking to my brother-in-law one time about poker, and we and I said, poker is just a game of luck. And he said, well, if it's just a game of luck, how do the professionals end up in that spot, you know, and the the, right. the big poker matches over and over again? Well, well they're lucky. They're, they're, no, there's luck, but there's skill, too. Sure. So luck and sure. skill together, you know, so that's the risk factor. If it was just skill, then just the best poker players would always win. Because, right. but there's luck involved, too. So that you know, evens the playing field a little bit. But um, sure. th one positive thing about this COVID mask thing is poker players. If you have a bad poker face, you can hide behind a mask now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, back on the, uh, the elite not being that smart, it just, it made a, a quote pop into my head that I heard just the other day on um, Jaren's channel. He was doing one of his streams and that you may have been on it. I don't think so, actually. But anyway, they were showing this video of these guys that have a community of earth ships, which is where they, they build into the ground. They build their homes like into the ground. Yeah, those are amazing. I love them. They're really cool. But one of the, the, the person interviewing one of these guys said, you know, why, why fight the system? Or, you know, how, how is fight, why do you want to fight the system? And he said, well, we really don't fight. We don't fight these people anymore. We just outsmart them. And I thought about that whenever we said, you know, maybe the elite really aren't that smart. They aren't as smart as we think that they are. Right. And maybe that's one of the solutions to this is to not fight them, but instead outsmart them. Like kind well, of like what you were talking about. Just you laugh were, at them. Yeah. And mock them, you know, mock right. them, laugh at them and outsmart them. And, and like you said about going to the airport, you can buy a drink and just keep sipping on it. You know, uh, right. that's that's how you do it. <laughs> right. You, you, you play in their game a little bit, but you also need to push back. If I'm telling you, all of this would be over if 10% of the people pushed back tomorrow. That's it. Yeah. 
they're 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 not only that's they're not only stupid in my opinion they're pussies okay yeah and they're bullies so they're they're all you they're need gammas. to do is push back yeah they're gammas <laughs> exactly yeah uh so in the truth community a lot of times you'll hear people say that and you know I'm not I'm not saying this is what you're saying, but you will hear a lot of people say things like we all need to stand up together, come together and fight, fight these bastards and that kind of stuff. But how do you I mean, how do you really mobilize people to do that? You know, we talk about how if only 10 percent of people would just do this. How we can't we can't make people do that, right? You 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 have to do it by example and hope that people will take your example. And and I've seen a lot of people uh, follow in my footsteps and start to do stuff. So yeah, I I see I see it happening. But it's hard enough to get somebody to click the free subscribe button on a YouTube video. Okay, right. You know, I had fifty thousand subs uh, when they took down my channel, and to get people to resub, the people that already subbed is it's taken years, and I'm still at what am I at forty thousand or fifty? I'm just I'm still under that number, but it's unbelievable how hard it is to get people to do stuff, and and I I get it, but you know, you just I, I say is you really don't worry about other people. You lead by example, and then people will see it and follow that that's how it works i agree so david i guess we'll we'll kind of we'll kind of go ahead and wrap it up um but i wanted to get your perspective on hope do you think that we have any hope is there is there a light at the end of this tunnel is there any silver lining um what do we have to look forward to i mean is this just planned out and we don't have that much of a choice in what happens Or like you said, do we get to create our reality? Yeah. So we get to create our reality. We also, uh, these are, these are my understandings, my beliefs through research is that we chose to be here at this time, um, knowing what was going to happen. So like the elite have their genetic memory, they know, well, we're sent back here. um, Whether we have any memory or not of who we truly are, it doesn't matter, but we chose to be here during this time. So it's a roller coaster ride, and we're here. And if you don't like roller coasters, well, that that's an issue. But uh, we're here, and we're, um, you know, this isn't the end of the ride. So the the other thing is, you know, if you don't live in fear and you enjoy the ride and laugh at the elite, uh, there is there is hope there. Also, it's it it also could be, you know. I believe that this sounds this sounds scary is that there's a reset every you know 150 200 years um, that they don't want us to know about and maybe this entire thing is an intelligence test for the next round and they want to see who is actually using their god-given senses and brains um, and maybe those are the people that are going to survive, you know, and there's nobody that can take a vaccination and say, I didn't know. They didn't tell me that it, it was filled with poison. They didn't tell me it was going to sterilize me. They didn't tell me it was going to make, you know, my kid autistic. Um, you know, they told you, you didn't listen. You didn't think. So there's nobody that can say they weren't warned of the toxicity of vaccines. Um, 
and and take it. So, you know, I'm pro vaccination. If you want a vaccination, go in line. I'll hold your space for you if you if you need to go get a coffee <laughs> or something. Okay, go 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 get your vaccination. Leave me alone. So, uh, again, I try to share the knowledge with people. But uh, as I said, you can understand it for somebody. You can you can you can show you can explain it to somebody, but you can't understand it for them. And if they're unwilling to understand, um, that's their problem, and you got to move on. So. Um, is there hope? I, I'm having a great time. So uh, this is the best apocalypse ever. So, hey, I got to agree with you on that, man, because uh, and my listeners have already heard me rant about this. But I, I would take it I would take it all back if it meant that thousands and thousands of people weren't out of work or didn't lose their job. But for me and my wife, I mean, we have had so we get to work from home now. We've had so much time together right. and to get to pursue different interests and to go outside to be in nature to walk our dogs to visit friends and family and i mean it's been so so beautiful right. but amazing at the same time i've just there's i have a conviction in my heart that i can't just be selfish and just right. hold on to that and that's why i started this podcast because um yeah, my life might be beautiful and I live out in the country and I get to sit on my front porch and watch birds and, and you sit, be in the shade and you tend to my garden and all this kind of stuff. But like you said, somebody has to go out and do something and say something because we, we have to create the reality that we want to see. You're, you're doing it. You're talking to people. I heard your podcast. Other people are hearing it. Uh, you wake up, you know, I woke up Owen Benjamin to the flat earth. Okay. He woke up all of his listeners to flat earth and they're waking up more people. SGT report. I converted the majority of his audience over. He's got a half a million subs. Okay. I, I, there's, so there's so many people that are waking up and then they're waking up more people. Most people sit and they, they sit in their closet knowledge keepers. Okay. I was talking to a Qantas airlines pilots um, that say that uh, we woke them up to the flat earth. They all know that the earth is flat because of Jaron and I, right? Yeah. And they know it. They talk about it in their lounge, but they won't talk about it elsewhere because they want to keep their jobs. Right. Right. Yeah. But now we're at the point where it's time to, to come together. You know, all you pilots, you get enough of you together, come out, have a press conference, get on television, you know, do, do, do something. Because we, it, it literally can change overnight. So is there hope? Absolutely. It's like a big secret. Secrets could come out. Secrets come out easy. So somebody, you know, if Justin Bieber just tweeted, hey, check out the Flatter Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, that would change the world. He's got 140 million followers, all right? And half of them would get the app and that would be it. They, they would be unstoppable <laughs> at that point. Right. But I mean, Justin Bieber's got a handler, you know? Yeah, well, I mean, Justin like Bieber, him at his do level. His, he doesn't do any of his tweets or his Instagram. It's all done by the sure. record company. Sure. But if somebody in the record company was a secret flat earther and got hacked, went into his account and did that, like it came from him, game over. That person would probably be hung and his family would be skinned alive. But, you know, if he got away with it, it would be amazing. That's so funny that you say that because I was just talking to my wife the other day. We passed, we drove past our Masonic Lodge here, and I live in Abilene, and uh, in, here in Texas, you probably don't even, you never even heard of it. But um, anyway, we I drove past our Masonic Lodge, and I asked my wife. I said, I wonder if anyone has ever tried to, uh, you know, co- like infiltrate the Masonic Lodge. And I mean, I, I asked my wife. I said, What if I 
you know, it, they say to be one, ask one. So what if I found someone who's a Freemason and I told them that I wanted to be a Freemason and I just tried to go as deep into that world as I could. Has anyone ever tried to do that and document it and see how far yeah, can you get heard some stories? There's been some whistleblowers, but it's so hard. It's, you know, and you have to get up so many levels and maybe they convert and they, they're like, oh, you know, I was a double agent. Now I'm not, you know, who, who yeah, knows? Yeah. Yeah. Stockholm syndrome kind of stuff. Right. It's who, interesting who, to think about. Yeah. Who, who knows? But it, 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 this is easy. We're at a point right now. We just need one big whistleblower. That's why they're locking everything down. That's why they're stopping communications. That's why they're censoring stuff because they see that it's about to happen. You know, you know, one of these celebrities uh, needs to speak out. The problem is, you know, anyone that's up of the, you know, of a massive celebrity or politician, you know, anyone that has <clears throat> that much power has been compromised in ways that they never want exposed. And we're not talking about bribes, money. We're talking about the, you know, the pedophilia and all of that entire rabbit hole um, because they don't let anyone get to those levels without having, horrible incriminating um you know video of that blackmail so yeah. yeah blackmail it's all done with with uh you know blackmail so the you know the, and so how come people say well what about deathbed confessions well if you have any family left you know they tell they show you what they're going to do to your family after you die if you do a deathbed confession and nobody's done it yet but there are people that have access to public airwaves to something some some big event and it, it what if you get get something out it could happen it could literally happen overnight it could happen inside an hour i mean years ago you could have a story and people in japan would never hear about it i can make a tweet right now before this podcast is over and people in japan and everywhere in the world will have it instantaneously so is there hope there there's so much hope it's unbelievable Awesome. So one one more thing, and then I'll I'll let you go. But I wanted to ask you, and this just popped into my head as you were talking. What about the youth? Because, and and this is again, I'm kind of rabbit trailing into a, a different subject, but I've noticed just by following a lot of different you know YouTubers and content creators in the truth community, particularly in the flat Earth community, I've noticed there's kind of a prime age for or an eight like a an age range for waking up to flat earth and it's usually people that are between like 30 and maybe 50 and i think it's because people younger than 30 who are like in their 20s are a lot more concerned with being fashionable and cool right and then people over you know 50 and above well it's like you know neo we don't unplug some people you know people past a certain age from the matrix because the mind has trouble letting go. And so those people, that age group of people, 50 up, they, their mind has too much trouble letting go. They have, they would have too much trouble seeing it, but you have these people in the middle who are kind of in this awkward stage, you know, the Nathan Thompson's and the Jaren's and those kind of people who they're not worried about being cool or fashionable. And they're not also, they're, they're not too old for their mind to grasp the flat earth reality. So well hopefully what I'm saying is coherent. Yeah, you got but, it. Well said. I agree. Um, and there's a obvious exceptions to that. I, I think I might be, because I got into Flat Earth when I was 22, 21 or 22, and I ha I've met a lot of Flat Earthers, and I've never met anyone as young as, as me. 
who's into flat earth. And I know that there are kids and teenagers out there, but it's because their parents stumbled across it and their parents taught it to them. But that's changing. It's changing. It is changing. It's getting out there so much right now that kids are getting it. You know, a few years ago, I was at a wedding and, you know, it was the end of the, you know, everyone's getting tired towards the end and, you know, people are dancing and this kid is sitting at this table by himself at the table next to me. And I started talking to him. He's probably, I don't know, fourth grade, fourth fourth or fifth grade maybe i don't know i forget uh-huh. how old and i was talking to him asking about school what he likes he doesn't like school i said hey i want me I want to tell you something that they'll never teach in school and he perked up and he goes what i go the earth is flat and he eyes opened up he goes no it's not and started whipping off heliocentric you know stuff that he's learned in school he <laughs> said he didn't learn anything in school he learned all of the helio nonsensical information and he was whipping it off, and the kid literally almost tore my head off. Oh, my God. Yeah. And so the indoctrination is so strong in these young kids. Uh, they're really trying. I mean, you, you learn about the heliocentric model in Sesame Street before preschool. And then, you know, they go to school, and they get a globe at the front of the class and you know, kindergarten, first grade. And they're always teaching you. Um, about the globe and, you know, globes and movies, globes and TV, global sure. news network, you know, universal pictures. It, it, my Apple TV, when it goes to screensaver, it's got these ridiculous ISS shots. They're, they're literally, <laughs> they're, they're, they're so ridiculous, but people think they're real. Yeah. Um, and they're constantly changing all the time. So, you know, this is part of the programming. Sure. Well, and, and I, I was talking to a buddy of mine a couple of weeks ago and we started he had no idea that i was a flat earther and we started talking about different conspiracies you know COVID 19 and epstein and all this stuff and i said you want to hear something really crazy just kind of like what you told that kid and i said and then i kind of i kind of softly introduced him to the idea and um he's a super open-minded guy really cool and so we kind of we made plans to eventually meet up and talk about it but the, the image that i tried to give him is i said if you were raised by wolves Okay, just imagine you were raised by wolves, you're a human. Um, you would never, ever, based on observation, come to the conclusion that the world is a ball and it's spinning and, uh, you know, whirling at hundreds of thousands of miles an hour through an infinite expanding universe. You would never, ever come to that conclusion. It had to be told to you and taught to you like a religion. Yep. And so um, that's what I think about when I think about the youth is that all of that indoctrination is exactly that they're robbed of their ability to think and to have that childlike wonder. They're not able to have those, that childlike um, perception of the world because it's robbed from them at a young age. And so that's why I asked you about the youth is because now not only is this indoctrination of the globe model happening to these kids, but now also it's this new normal, this mask wearing and this, uh, this, these crazy vaccines. Is there hope for the youth, David? That's what I'm asking. There's hope. There, there's always hope. Um, but there's no hope if nobody does anything. So do something. Yeah. Stop being afraid because we are well past Orwell's 1984 right now. And uh, <laughs> yeah, well, that know. was the, I don't know. I don't think I told you that, but that was the inspiration for the name of this podcast. Instead of 1984, it's 1980 now. <laughs> yeah, well, it's it cheesy, be, but it, it, the, your podcast should be 1990 because we're way past 84. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Yeah, for sure. 
Well, David, hey, listen, I have really enjoyed talking to you. This has been such a fascinating, amazing conversation. Um, I wanted to give you the chance for my listeners to uh, plug everything, your YouTube channel, podcast, your app. What's your elevator speech for all yeah. of that stuff? So I'll keep it quick. The, the Flat Earth, Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app, it's available on for Android at the Google Play Store and Apple. If you just put in Flat Earth, it's a top hit. It's uh, it's there. It's um the company name is Blue Water Bay and it's two dollars and ninety nine cents so you can you make sure you pick the right one, but um the one it, it shows you how the flat Earth works. There's so much content in it. It's mind blowing. Every day a new video shows up on the featured video. I love uh, waking up to that in the morning too. By the way, I love you get the notification. That notification. Yeah, you get the notification. Great. It's so, awesome. Yeah. So. Um, it, it's, uh, it's super. And because you Google's hiding, uh, everything, you know, like if, if someone says, Hey, you know, what about the moon landings? I send them a moon landing video. The next video that comes up will be, would be a, um, YouTube algorithm, you know, debunking of the moon landing hoax, uh, video propaganda video, but through the app, everything's in playlists. So when, when, when you get a video, the next 10, 20 videos are the ones I've selected. It's genius. Yeah, there's so there's there's the frequently asked question page. So if you want to learn about flat Earth, this is the easiest way to do it. If you're a flat earther and want a family or friend to learn about flat Earth, gift them the app for three bucks. It's the best. It's less than a beer. It's the best three bucks you spent, and just give them the app, the flat Earth app challenge. Say, watch the featured video every day for two weeks, and I guarantee at the end of that, you will not believe that the Earth is a globe, a minimum. And uh, what happens is people say, you know. I thought you were crazy. I spent the $2.99. I didn't want to wait each day. So I went into the video archive, which is a little button to the right of the featured video. And uh, you have the last two years worth of videos. And I haven't slept in two days. And I hate you. The earth is flat. You've ruined my life. Hey, but that's in such reality, a beautiful experience, though. It's so it's so opening, you know, because then you can see and you, you're, you're grounded and, and life changes. Everything else is linked there. Um, my, the flat earth podcast, uh, just available on your flat earth on your, any podcast player. And my YouTube channel is for people like myself that have short attention spans or are used to, uh, my videos are average length of well under five minutes and they're short, powerful videos on flat earth. Um, and the, the YouTube channel is, is the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole D I T R H. Yeah, I love I love that channel and I think it's especially great for the youth that you know their attention span is is increasingly getting smaller. But um yeah, it's, I mean it's perfect for them because that's why TikTok has blown up because it's these very right. stimulating and short and sweet little videos. Um I do wish your videos had uh like voiceovers though, David. <laughs> you know, I you know I did just buy a uh a, a natural true natural voice reader, vo- a text to voice. Okay. Um, cool. But I don't like it. Yeah, so, it's, it probably sounds a little robotic. It, it's actually, you know, you can work it, but um people have threatened to do voiceovers. It's the way I do videos. It's it's it sure, is what sure. it is. So no, it's I my mean, style it, of video. They have I their have, style for one sure. One video, the one video that went viral, it's everywhere. It's called the circa um a uh, circumnavigation for dummies. Right. And I just had this idea. I did it in one take and it's my voice. And uh, it's everywhere. It's on TikTok. It's on Twitter. It's on, there's GIFs of it. It's in every, It's in hundreds of videos. It's mirrored in thousands of channels. Yeah. Um, and it shows you how a compass works and how circumnavigation works on a flat earth and how it doesn't work on a globe. 
And that's the opposite of what everyone thinks. So that video alone has woken up tons of people. But if you go to my channel, uh, go to my playlist and go to the DITRH shortlist. And that is, that is the, the best flat earth short videos uh, in a playlist. And then if you just click the top video, uh, it'll just keep playing the next one and the next one and the next one without any um, you know, videos that don't fit that format uh, mixed in. Um, and it's a great list to send people. But the best way, again, is the app if you want to support me. Another thing on the app, it costs three bucks. You get a little pop-up that says, hey, would you like to subscribe for 99 cents? It'd be great if you can because it's 99 cents. It's really a homeless person can afford that. But <laughs> don't do it. If you're like, oh man, now he wants me to subscribe, don't do it. A little pop-up pops up, you click the X, you don't have to wait and there's no time or anything. Click X, it's gone, and it doesn't show up for 24 hours again. So the next day, if you're using the app, it pops up, click, it's gone, and that's it. You don't have to worry about it. Um, and you still get everything. It's a fair deal. It's the best deal going in town. So I think it's awesome, definitely. Yeah, and it's a darn good looking app too. Well, thanks again, David. It has been, like I said, such a pleasure having you on. And um, maybe we can link up again in the future. I've been, maybe one day I can have the Flat Earth Podcast come on. There you go. All right, man. Thanks, Tanner. <laughs> Absolutely. Thank you, David. And uh, hopefully we will cross paths in person someday. All right. Thanks, man. Have a good uh -huh. day. Take care. Bye-bye. All right, guys, before we end the show, I got another five-star review that I wanted to read off to you guys. Uh, username is Hannah, and I'm not going to say her last name. One, two, three, four, five, six. And her review says, Just what we need to hear right now. I followed Tanner's previous podcast and was elated when I found out he was going to create 1980 Now. This podcast is everything truthers and free thinkers need right now. Amidst all of the craziness of 2020, Tanner brings clarity, educated content, and his conversation really makes you think deeper into everything that is happening right now to the country and the world. I always look forward to my Friday morning listen and drive. Well, I really appreciate that so much. See, reviews like that, kindness like that, just makes me want to keep doing this. It makes all of it worth it. So, again, thank you so much, and I'm glad that I get to be a part of your Friday morning listen and drive. For me... Driving is like one of the best times to listen to not just music, but also podcasts and YouTube videos and any kind of content like that. I am the same way. I love consuming content while I drive, so I'm glad I get to be a part of that. All right, listeners, if you made it this far, thank you so much for sticking with me. If you liked what you heard, be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform and follow me on Instagram at 1980NowPodcast. That's 1980 underscore podcast. And if you really, really like the podcast, you can support me by leaving a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and maybe I'll read it on the show. As usual, another really cool episode will be dropping a week from now, so be sure to stay tuned. All right, guys, y'all already know. I'll see you next time. Stay free. Stay free.